Welcome back to History List. In Kalidasa's most famous poem, the speaker, banished by the gods, asks a cloud to carry a message to his wife, far away in the Himalayas. He beseeches the cloud, near the start of the poem, saying it will be worth its while. O cloud, the parching spirit stirs thy pity. My bride is far, through royal wrath and might, bring her my message to the Aksha city. Rich garden Alaka, where radiance bright from Shiva's crescent bathes the palaces in light. When thou art risen to airy paths of heaven, through lifted curls the wanderer's love shall peep and bless the sight of thee for comfort given. Who leaves his bride through cloudy days to weep, except he be like me whom chains of bondage keep? While favoring breezes waft thee gently forth, and while upon thy left the plover sings his proud sweet song, the cranes who know thy worth will meet thee in the sky on joyful wings, and for delights anticipated join their rings. This poem, the Megaduta, launched an entire new genre of messenger poems in Indian Sanskrit literature. His other epic poems depict the traditional Hindu pantheon's loves and relations. In the Kumara Sambhava and the lineage of the Ragu family of Hindu kings in the Ragu Vamsa. Both are considered masterpieces of Sanskrit poetry. But for these poetical triumphs, it still would not be enough to secure its author, Kalidasa's, place in the pantheon of great authors of the world. To see why his legacy is so important, we must also consider his talent as a playwright. Kalidasa's personal life is very hazy. He lived in the 400s in the era of the Gupta Empire in India, and possibly in the Himalayan region. All of the three plays he wrote deal with the theme of romantic love. In the Vikramori Vasayam, the beautiful spirit Urvashi falls in love with a mortal king and a series of mishaps nearly thwart their love before resolving into a happily ever after. In Malayakagamitram, again, a king falls in love with someone impossible, the portrait of an exiled servant. Yet she turns out not to be a servant at all, but, surprise, a princess, and so the king may have his affair. Finally, for both Indian and Western audiences, there is the recognition of Shakuntala, one of the most famous works of Indian literature in general, and certainly of Sanskrit. Part of what makes it interesting is its novelty. The story is tied to the Mahabharata, but presents a far more subtle psychological portrait of the lovers. Shakuntala is spied by King Dushanta, who falls in love with her, and marries her, giving her a ring to present at court to prove they wed. He returns to court, but in the meantime, Shakuntala gets cursed, so that the king won't recognize her when she arrives at court. But she still has the ring, until she loses it in the water, 
and she is turned away while pregnant from a king who doesn't know who she is. But all is not lost. Years later, the ring has been returned to the king, a fisherman found it in the belly of a fish, who now remembers his lost love. He then once again stumbles upon his love in the wilderness and their son. It's a touching story, and as early as the 1700s had been translated into English, making it the cornerstone for understanding Sanskrit literature for Western audiences. Artists like Schlegel, Goethe, and Schubert were all impressed by the text in the high era of German Romanticism, maybe 1400 years after Kalidasa's death. The play continues to inspire artists to this day. It's fitting. Kalidasa's reputation as a world-class author deals with his naturalism in depicting love's effects upon us, whether in trying to have a forbidden love succeed or telling our sorrows of separation to a passing cloud. Next time on History List, we head to Saudi Arabia to examine the early history of the development of Islam and the significant schism that took place in determining who was the rightful heir, politically and spiritually, of Muhammad, a debate that has had lasting consequences on the Middle Eastern political landscape to this day. The origins of the Shia sect and the geopolitics of Iran await us on our next episode.